rock and roll. Welcome to episode 10 of the Role Model Podcast. Man, it's already episode 10. I'm here with DJ King. And Mr. Daniel himself. Oh, yeah. Coming to you live, eh? Bring you the good stuff. Good stuff. So here on the Role Model Podcast, what we talk about is really our own experiences and journeys as things that we're learning from role models, us becoming um, just a journey of becoming better individuals. And eventually, we'll also be having people that we look up to as role models on the show's guests. So yes, it's going to be good. Going to be good. I'm excited. So, uh, today's topic, uh, actually, today's the 10th episode that we are doing. So we're sort of, sort of going to a uh, little, little differently and really go again on the backstory of role model and and how can it be and as well as why are we even still doing this what's our motivation what was the whole purpose starting in the beginning so kingsley maybe i'll let you uh i'll let you go first why um okay what does sort of role model mean to you doing this whole thing and and why are you still doing it well i mean if we're starting from the beginning like it's all started because uh uncle Andrew had a dream right of basically impacting young guys um with certain values, right, that they, the world doesn't really give you and highlighting the people that are actually doing the work, not the facade that you see on TV or the the famous people that kind of everybody looks up to, but the local heroes. And so that dream is what we're still keeping alive, mainly because, one, he he was that to us, right? He was that role model um, that lived in our lives that showed us, like, different areas in their life, whether it be business, spiritually, um, family-wise, like he was an open book and you can tell from everything that he did, he led by example. And so obviously from his um, passing and stuff like that, we like, okay, well, why would we let that flame just wither away, but rather keep it going? And so that's why I'm still in this thing. It's not, um, it's mainly because of that, right? It's because it's like, why not carry and see exactly, see it through what he wanted done rather than like you know let the dream for their way what about you so good yeah no similar to you and i I think um i think i put this you know we said this on the first episode but the whole how the whole thing came to be you know i was doing uh, instagram and facebook lives and stuff for about a year and a half and you know planning for sort of this year i felt i should do a podcast i've had a lot of people say i should do a podcast so i'm like i'll do it and then i I need a name, right? So I just sort of started praying about it, and I was like, okay, um, the, you know, the name that just came, you know, came in my mind was was role model, and I hadn't really thought about role model since we had last done the business with uh, with Uncle Andrew about five years ago, you know, about to start that clothing brand, and and the idea yeah. for that was, you know, was to feature and spotlight everyday role models, right? Your yes. teachers, your vets, your 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 um your parents, your first responders, you know, your entrepreneurs. Um, you know, God bless Cardi B, right? But she's not the most positive. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I don't think I've even actually know what I've listened to a song of Cardi B. I was gonna say I don't think I've ever listened to a song. Of Cardi I mean, B. she won Woman of the Year, right? Is she so, actually? Yeah, I thought it was um, the other lady. No, she because she donated like ten million bucks to Breonna Taylor's mother. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I so, that. so okay. that yeah, you know, that was the idea of role model in the beginning, and then um when I was doing sort of my planning and about, you know, thinking about doing the podcast, it, it was like, okay, well, role model, I got goosebumps. Cause I'm like, man, I haven't, I haven't thought about this since, since five years ago. And, and for those who don't know, um, you know, uh, uncle Andrew, I mean, for, you know, he's, you know, your literal, uh, uncle, uh, for us, he's, he's our, you know, I guess our honorary uncle, 
by you know part of the you know him and his family part of the family and so he he mentored us um yeah. sort of in business and and right, building something from the ground up and that something was was going to be the role model uh company the role model like clothing and stuff like that and then we were just about to launch the clothing aspect then he ended up getting diagnosed with uh, with colon cancer and then passed away shortly after so we never fully launched that side so it really meant something when i when I, when the name role model really popped in my mind because i was like whoa like there's we you know we have the google drive full of the yeah. business plan and everything's already there so i'm like everything's good and so uh you know my sister becca she designs a logo i sent it to natasha andrew's andrew's wife uh, who's you know my mentor and and you know a good good friend of our mentor and good friend of the family and i send the logo to her i say hey you know i'm gonna start this podcast called the role model podcast and she said that she was almost in tears and she texts back and she's like daniel i don't know if you knew this but andrew was going to start a podcast called the role model podcast after you'd launched the clothing brand and i was like what you know i got goosebumps like it was crazy and i was like okay i you know totally i, I truly believe god's in this because i'm like that's who would have guessed right so um that was really the start even like you know we you know us being believers as well like we had foundational scripture and and at a you know john four and the next day like our the church we're going to like the pastor was like hey we're switching things up you know we're going through the series of john we should be doing john three today we're not we're actually going to be talking about john four and these exact same scripture verses that our business was based off of so i was like dang i mean talk about confirmation we like we yeah. had it all so i was like okay we really got to do this so then we chatted and then um now we're now we're here it's yeah been, uh, it's, it's full circle it's full right? circle it's, it's, it's yeah. been crazy it's been crazy and so i think for me like it, it really um you know i i my intention with this isn't necessarily to like to promote myself so to speak i'm like oh how good yeah, i am it's yeah. really just like hey come along with us for the journey come along with me for the journey of like things i'm learning and things i'm discovering yes. and and um you know and, and if, if we can impart some just knowledge and, and advice and wisdom and what have you on, on other people then awesome but it's really just you're coming along with us for the ride on on us, you know, trying to become better role models for those around us and and us learning from role models in our own lives. So, yeah, hundred percent. I totally agree. So, um, okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you're gonna say something? No, 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 no. I was just agreeing with you on everything you just said. Sick. So, what's um, what's sort of like part of the vision for for role model for the podcast for this whole thing? Well, the, the vision was to basically, again, coming along with us us learning, bring on guests that are in the field as well, like whether they're exceptional in their field or highlighting someone that is being a role model in society as well. And doing and do obviously uh, doing it at, uh, at an exceptional level, right? Not just like any mediocre, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, And um, so that was... I guess the the vision for the podcast and then obviously we would branch out as you got bigger uh one of the things is obviously having an event mm-hmm. right to where we bring like-minded people together in the same room get them to network um hash out business deals like whatever that like that looks like because mm-hmm. oftentimes like it does feel like when you're on this journey of being an entrepreneur that it's like a lonely journey yeah right because nobody really understands so being able to mm-hmm put people together that collectively believe in not only bettering themselves, but bettering society yeah. as a whole. Mm-hmm. And as well too, it allows 
the younger generation like us to see what it looks like to be in those positions Mm -hmm. and then also to obviously get a first-hand account to either talk to those guys or um even like allow them to be your mentor Mm -hmm. right so it there's a lot of people doing great things in the city that go unnoticed every day and we're just bringing those people to light right like oftentimes we look outside our own um i guess our own backyard Mm -hmm. to kind of look at different places and you know new york looks exciting or la looks exciting or london wherever else but there's stuff that are happening here as well and they might not be where the bright lights are Mm -hmm. but over time like you know i mean like like, i guess like the the thing i'm trying to put into perspective is oftentimes like you overlook the things that you do have and then people come from around the world to take advantage Mm -hmm. of exactly what it is that you have Mm -hmm. and then by the time you realize that man i had really good or i had you know this this or that it's already gone so true right so you want to cultivate that fruit that we do have in our own backyard at that moment before obviously like you know the world kind of takes notice or so Mm -hmm. and be front center from that um yeah so that side and then what you wanted you want to also expand into investing as well yeah, so you know, part of that vision world model is is yeah, doing events, right? So we got an event yeah. coming up next week, you know, called Project X, getting you know thirty high level entrepreneurs across Calgary in one room, um, having some phenomenal speakers. It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be really sweet. And then, um, yeah, like for sure, we'll be bran- uh, branching out into the clothing space, yes. sort of where the roots were. Speaking of clothing too, we got a sort of our first pizza piece of merch. If um, Becca can grab it here. Sweet. So if you guys on the gram can see, this is a uh, this, yeah nice little sweater, crew with, neck with the role model co Brandon on it from uh, what's her company name? Dallin Burry from Darlene, one of Becca's friends. Darlene. Anyways, shout out to her. But yeah, this is our first our first uh, sweatshirt sweater, first piece of merch, and then it comes with a sick bag? sick okay. bag. Oh yeah, role model co. Hmm. If you guys can see this on the gram, it's pretty sweet stuff. So we're super stoked seeing this stuff actually come to life. We've got like yeah. the, the actual backdrop, photo backdrop and stuff coming along. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. But um, yeah, so clothing, you know, if we could eventually do like real estate and stuff like that, like have it, you know, ultimately a conglomerate of companies, you know, over the next few years. But starting with this and then doing events and then just really building a community um, of people is is really the goal. Really the goal. So can be exciting but um we i did get two questions on the gram for today for the q a question one do we have a question at, at the moment on the gram okay so question one okay. <laughs> question one was from a uh, good friend sean mccauley okay yeah directed to you and he asked you kingsley <laughs> how do you get your beard so fine how do you answer that what do you, what product do you use do you comb it what's your routine like well, definitely, I <laughs> you gotta comb your beard. Like that's one hundred percent. I wash my beard. I guess this, if I'm taking you through the steps of what it looks like, is basically uh, shampooing your beard, uh, conditioning it. So that's that's the process of washing the beard, uh, combing the beard so it just detangles. Uh, use a uh, big beard balm, mm. right? Yep. Or a borzo. And uh, yeah, so they have they have that oil and they have the bomb as well. 
I use the bomb when I'm, I guess, throughout the week. And then when I'm about to go out, like whether it's on the weekend or something like that, I'll use the oil just because it gives the beard a little bit more shine, mm-hmm. a little bit more he- like healthy. And you don't have that itch that other products you have at the end. Like they'll be, your, your beard feel itchy and stuff like that. So if you keep your beard hydrated, that's pretty much it. You're good to go. Nice. Yeah. Sick. What's What's the other question? The other question was from uh, from my brother Joseph. He asked, "When is Joseph getting on the podcast?" <laughs> Joseph can get on the podcast whenever Joseph wants to get on the podcast. So technically, Joseph got to ask Joseph when he's Joseph's getting on the podcast. However, we also need another mic and headset. So if you have yes. another, you know, Rode Pod mic and another, um, I think Altic Lansing. I forget the brand of these. Another like closed back headphones. Then, uh, and you're willing to donate? Then please send them our way. We will. We will accept. Donations, so uh, yeah. So we will get, we'll eventually get Joseph on the podcast. Oh yeah, like he'll he'll come on. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, Joseph be I guess he doesn't have to worry about that. Like he'll come on. Yeah, he'll be he'll be on. He does he he makes his appearances. Anyways, so uh, any other questions on the gram at the moment? Nothing. Okay, cool. So moving forward, Kingsley, what's what do you feel is keeping you sort of motivated and going in regards to role model, the podcast, doing this, taking time out of a Saturday to, to really put in the time here? Well, I'll say this. I've always championed being consistent. So whenever you start something, I believe in going all the way till the end and just being like basically holding up your word, right? That was something that my dad usually enforced on us. So like when we agreed with Uncle Andrew to uh, basically carry this dream forward on that. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but it was like, what, on the Sunday table? When we all mm-hmm. said yes. And I think the yeah. next day or the Monday or something like that, he like wired $500 to mm-hmm. everybody. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Remember? That, yeah. So like for me, like that was like the moment you said yes to that. Yeah, I remember it's that. Like, that was like your salary or whatever. Yeah, right? So yeah. it's like the moment you said yes to that particular thing and you got – like, um, like basically all he did was just basically give you a fruit for something you never did to show you what it was uh, possible out of it. Mm. And it's like, for me, like once you, once I accepted that, it is my duty to see it through regardless whether or not like, you know, people come in or people change or whatever the case is. And as well too is, I know that growing up, like if I didn't have him in my life, it would be totally different. Like, I'll probably be on a different track because, like, my friends would be the people that I'd be confining in, mm. getting advice from, uh, like, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, doing whatever it is that they do. And so, like, if I didn't if I didn't spend time with him and Tash and then with, with the kids and see what life is, what life is like when you do it differently. Because mm. I didn't grow up, I guess, like, also, too, like, I didn't grow up in knowing what like a healthy relationship looks like. Mm. You know what I mean? Like right. I like I grew up obviously like as in do this, do that. And so understanding what a healthy relationship like, what a healthy communication looks like, all those things that I got, I guess, as a lesson tool for free, like being in those environments mm. are true norm are like uh, are essential. I was gonna say I, I, I don't know why the word would come out. True normal. Yeah, for some reason it just started. But I mean is they're essential, right? To me accept, like I guess my growth process in in becoming a man or a young man, however you wanna put that. 
And so I want to pay that forward, right? Because I totally understand that there's a lot of um, guys are just basically thrown out there, and it's like figure it out, mm-hmm. right? And like, yeah, some people do quote unquote figure it out, and then some don't. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like that knowledge is so essential that why would I not pass it on? Because like in today's world, like you're getting like pulled in so many different directions, and like what it is to be like a role model, what it is to be an influencer, what it is to be this or that. And it's like some of these core values are are everlasting, mm. like the ones that we have attained. And then some of the things that, like guess, the world puts out is just a flash for two years and then something else replaces it. Mm-hmm. And then something else replaces it. So it's like you're constantly, you're not rooted in anything, right? And you're constantly being uplifted. And so we, I'd rather see us building a community of young guys that are stable, stern, and actually getting stuff done, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, like, I've said before, like, majority of the world's problems is, like, human error mm-hmm. and human created. Yeah. And I do believe, like, Uncle Andrew always say that, like, it's you never know who's going to be, like, the next president or who's going to put out the, like, next single or whatever the case is. But that person might be impacted by the things you say. Mm-hmm. Right, and so you want to be genuine and true to who you are, because you never know who's listening. Yeah, because somebody's always watching and whatnot. Right, so I want to literally like account for that because mm. he spoke a lot into our lives, right? And like it's not just for us, but I would just, I don't want to just hold it because if I hold it for me, like I'm not doing him justice mm-hmm. at all, right? And he's not the type of person to just be like, okay, I fact I figured out, I'm just gonna hog whatever information I have, and that's it. Mm. Right, what about you? Yeah, no, and I was gonna ask you like just to piggyback on that. No, how's it been for you personally, like doing these podcasts? Like, have you noticed any differences just in your overall like mental state or well-being? Like, has it has just doing these done anything for you? Oh yeah, like a hundred percent. It really like to put in words, like it really started unlocking some of the things that I didn't think I knew, or the conversations I had with them that I didn't think I never thought about, or the as well allowing me to put stuff into practice. Because mm-hmm. the one thing is. Is like when you start speaking stuff, you have to also execute on it, right? Because, I mean, our world is based on results, right? Yeah. It's not just space. So, like, when we can't come here and be like, okay, guys, uh, we're going to do a podcast and then all of a sudden, like, do one or two episodes and then wither away, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's one. If I'm going to tell somebody to be consistent, I have to be consistent. If I'm going to be like, okay, you got to go full-fledged into your business and actually execute, then you got to go full-fledged into your business and actually execute. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing, too, is... You do find, like I was saying before, is like the moment you decide to execute on a particular task, that's when you find like a lot of things pulling in different directions, mm-hmm. right? It was like, you know, you got to do this or you got to do that. And so staying rooted in those particular, I guess, promises that you have made mm-hmm. is very essential in those moments, right? Because it's so easy to get distracted and, yeah. you know, go off rails or, you know, find the next best thing or whatever the case is. And then you're always chasing what's what's new essentially mm-hmm. that's so true and i think you know if for me too like it, i think it's, it's it's you know starting to show me areas that i need to grow in as well because even as yeah. i speak i'm like okay this is something i'm not doing in my own life yes. like i can i can actually implement this things i'm learning from you and even just a podcast in general has helped bring a lot of credibility like to when you speak to other people yeah it's like i got a podcast and it's like i haven't done just one episode like it's you know eight or nine or ten episodes like oh yeah. wow and there's, there's, you know, there's something we can look back and like see the work that we've done 
Yes. And it's 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 starting to open up some doors for me as well of like at least in business and just yeah. just building relationships and things like that. And so, um, yeah, I know for me for sure, yeah, it's definitely I've I've noticed a difference. Like I would say to like I, I guess us doing like mm-hmm. if we the 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 one thing is like a lot of people I shouldn't say a lot of people, but like the next generation has has something to turn to and then moving forward. And sometimes when you meet people at first glance, you don't really know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a track record of what you stand on, the things you believe in, those things, people get a, a glimpse of who you are before they, you even have to open your mouth, mm-hmm. right? And so for us, like, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like this is something where your kids can listen to or your kids' kids can listen to, right? And these messages would be consistent, like regardless what, you know, whether we've got flying cars or whatever the case is. Being, timeless yeah yeah being true to who you are and they'll be like yeah this is what my grandpa was like or my great great grandpa or whatever the case is like this is on the record right mm-hmm. and that's something that i mean if we had documented the journey you guys would have seen what it, like you know the whole like role model journey where it started from how it was going like and you would have probably been in tune with like how we are right mm-hmm. but just the excitement that we have like especially seeing a lot of these things that we were literally saying at uncle andrew's dining table talking about this on a sunday afternoon and then seeing it you know five years later fast forward that like start to really come into pieces Mm. like the excitement of that right so and then obviously being honorable to him as well right Mm -hmm. and i want to i want to switch gears here switch gears here a little bit um because i don't think people have really got me you know maybe it's just you but I don't know if people have really got an insight of who we are as individuals. Okay, that's fair. Some that's of our fair. backstory. And so so tell us who was Kingsley in high school? Oh man. Uh that's <laughs> like just I'm just dreading it right now, just even thinking about it. Um man, I was like probably the one word would be like a joker. Complete like I worked out. I really wanted to like make it to the NBA. So that was like any kid's dream, right? Uh, so it was basketball, working out. I took school seriously when I wanted to. And that was only, like literally, like if I wanted to do good in a class, I would literally do good in a class. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't, then I wouldn't do my homework. Like you wouldn't really pay attention, whatever. I was just talking to my friends um, that we had. Uh, what else? I was, I was, I was fearless, actually. It was one of those moments where, like, because you, you know when you have arguments with people? I'm the type of person that's, like, a blow it out of proportion when you have arguments with people. So you're extra. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, extra, extra, but I was extra. Like, extra, extra is, like, you know, you're throwing food or something like that, right? But I was the type of, like, try to get that jab that actually hurts. Or, so you just throw hands? No. like oh. you, Well, I guess the jab is, like, you make a comment that actually mm-hmm. hurts. Right. Or you say something that's true or but I was honestly like a lot of people like loved me. Actually, I don't even know like if they loved me, but like they were a fan of me. I right. OK. Say. OK. Right. I shouldn't say love because love is like it's like a big, strong word. But they were a fan. Um, like a lot of people would say like I was considered popular, but I don't really feel like I was popular. I guess a lot of people wanted me to be popular. But I really like the the true inside of me always wanted to be alone. I don't know why. Like, I envy mm. kids that were alone. Mm. Interesting. 
Like, it was always, like, I'm like, yo, like, even though you're alone, like, you're getting stuff done, like, whatever you wanted to get done, but being in, like, the spot, like, you always had to be, like, I mean, I was naturally happy, but sometimes, like, when you're serious, people don't take you serious, right? Or, like... It's because, like, you joked a lot. Exactly, or, yeah. right? So, so then when you were serious, it was more like, yo, that's not really you, or, right. or like, everybody always tried to put you in a particular box, right? And, you know, some teachers were awesome, in which I really enjoyed. And then other teachers, you really realize that, like, so, even some teachers are like, yo, man, I thought you were, like, just a joker. I didn't mm -hmm. like you. Like, literally told me that, like, one of you graduating, right? And they're like, no, but you actually, you're not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, there's certain things that I want to get done, but also, too, like, I understood that relationships, I don't know why, but I understood that relationships were essential, mm. especially when you're in junior high. So I try to do it right by everybody, mm. right? Like, I'm not trying to, like, step on your toes, but, like, if we did have beef, like, obviously, I'll blow it out of proportion. And then... Make hamburgers. Well, yeah, and then, and then we'll be like, okay, hey, well, we can be friends, like, two years later or even right. a couple months later, whatever that is, whatever mm -hmm. the time span is, because kids hold grudges sometimes too, right? So that was, like, it's kind of me. What about you? Okay, dang. Um... Yeah, I was I was like this shy, quiet kid. Never really liked talking to people growing up. What? No way. That <laughs> yeah. was like. <laughs> yeah, and, and, okay, that's that was true until probably about like beginning of elementary. I I was okay. like introverted dude. I still have a lot of Lego, but I would I guess I still do this. I enjoyed Lego, but as a kid, I would spend hours by myself. I never would have pictured you being in the shy basement ever. And I I just I was good by myself. And I didn't like talking to kids. So my mom forced me to talk to kids in elementary. So in high school, yeah, um, I was the social butterfly. Okay, so kind of like me. Yeah, I, I wasn't too much of a jokester, so to speak. Okay. Um, but I like, I was, and I, you know, I was a connector. Like I knew everybody. Everybody knew me, type of thing. Okay, so you, like, you would literally walk up to a group of like random sitting on the table and actually have a conversation with them. Yeah, and it could be okay, like that's, you know okay. your drama kids, or yes. it could be like the football guys. Yes. Or like the volleyball or badminton. Yeah, or you didn't really care who it was. Field hockey. Yeah, yeah like pra practically anybody. So and and um, so that was me. So I talked to everybody. As a result, I went to Bishop Carroll, which is a self-directed high school. Oh, I guess I didn't. See. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So it's it's um, it's a university where there's no classes. Yeah, right? you choose when you want to write your own test. You choose what seminars you want to sign up for based on where you're at in the course. So it's very independent, very self-directed, right? Um, you meet with your TA once a week to accountability kind of check up on you, but that's it, right? You're, yeah, you're I actually own. like I like to I like that format. So do I. I'm grateful for it. At the time, though, it was like um, I, I like to say I was just developing my social skills a lot because I, I didn't get any work done. <laughs> I, we still graduated, I, so, you know, barely, you're doing something right. Barely, man. Barely graduated. It was like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I bombed. Yeah, it was bad. Because, okay, I, maybe, I don't know how I would have, like, done in that circumstance. Because, like, I went to Notre Dame, and we had, like, well, I think we graduated with, like, 600 kids or 500 something. Like, it was almost 600 kids when you graduated. And you would see those kids every single day, right? Because we had to show up to a school. Like, we didn't get the... You didn't pop in, except, like, you know, grade 12. That's when you, if you had a bunch of spares or whatever the case was. Yeah. And then when you start having the grade 11s and 10s, and there was even more of them. Mm -hmm. So it got to the point where, like, we had almost 2,000 kids or more Jeez. in the school, right? So you always, even grade 11s knew, I'd, like, talk to them, grade 10s. Because I always knew what it felt like to be that younger kid. Right. Or so that, sh like, I mean, you're trying to look, you look up to the grade 12s mm -hmm. and whatnot. But, um, 
the notion of being able to like basically come in and do whatever you wanted i always envied that mm. it was sweet like it was great because like, I, I i developed a lot of relationships i wouldn't otherwise because like dude there was not one fight in all of high school not one what because think about it, bro. You're you're okay. only you. Do you get to choose who you want to work with, who you want to hang out with? Okay. You could be with yeah, the same yeah, two yeah, people yeah. for all high school. Okay. That's yes. It. Well, like okay. There's no no reason. So you no guys place. have never had no school fights. No, I've never ever at Bishop Carroll seen a fight. Wow, ever. that's amazing. And but but then I did a month of summer school on Bishop McNally, and and that was that was um, saw fights. Very different. That was very different. <laughs> It was very different. It was like, it, yeah, it was like we didn't have a lot of fights. We just had, like, we had one fight. I think like one or two fights, and we had, but we always had like kids pull up from different schools, and like, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, and we'd have that all the time too. Like, it was, it was normal. I mean, we would, you could just, but for to fight, not, okay, not to fight, not to fight. Not to fight. <laughs> okay, they pull up to say hi. Like, oh no, 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 like, dude, it was very different culture, but Southwest, right? Yeah. So like. Just very different, very different culture. Um, when I went to McNally, I went to junior high father school in the in the northeast of Calgary, which is like, yeah, isn't that also like that? Um, fights it's like McNally, school? yeah, yeah, that was different. Um, so, I mean, you know, you, you go to s- most schools, especially in the northeast. Yeah, I mean, you see somebody, you know, you dap them up, right? You yes, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. At Carol, it was you give them a handshake, and it's like, hey, good to see you. No way! That oh, that's such it's like handshakes. Very like yeah. just it was different. It was very different. I was like one of like four Indians in the whole school. Was it very diverse um, or no? No, well, like not. I guess yeah, four Indians. Yeah, you, ma- ma- mainly mainly uh, Caucasian folk, a few Asians, a bunch of Indians, a couple of black people. Um, couple black, <laughs> like, like, like they a, made the cut. <laughs> yeah, like maybe ten. You you know what was weird though? When I was in junior high. I don't know why I felt so weird, but on Black History Month, they would always find the black kids and make them do the announcements. That makes sense. You know yeah, I know, but it just like probably it was, because they were black. Yes, during Black but History Month, it just felt month. so weird. That makes a lot of sense, bro. There's no White History Month. Yeah, but like, dude, just how they did it. I'm like, yo, you could literally just tell us the story about Rosa Park or whatever over the PA without having to like, like we all don't gonna be like, oh yeah, that's a black guy in the PA. Like, no. They had to let you know, bro. <laughs> like, that was make like, sure you I couldn't understand that. Everyone appreciated black culture during February. I guess. It still felt weird to me. That yeah, that, do that. Would, that'd be weird. It's like Indian. Yeah, I can. So so that was high school. Um, loved dodgeball. It was great. Played all three years. It was really good. It was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Daniel in high school was very, very extroverted, if you will. I just, I like talking to people. Um like really positive, upbeat. You know, who was Daniel outside of high school? Same thing. Like on the weekends. And weekends. I mean, you know, I was serving at our church at the time with uh, like youth group, and so I, I was like involved there, and you know, being with kids um, as a youth leader, and Sundays, you know, at church and stuff, and Saturdays. You're super mature. Immature. Like mature. You're super mature. Back then. Yeah, I mean, because what's like 16, 17, 18? Yeah, I mean, I guess I was maybe more mature than your average. I mean, dude, I was raised in a really good, I have amazing parents, dude. Like, I was raised in a really I, good household. I can so definitely second that. So it, it helped a lot with that because, um, yeah, it just it helped a lot with that. So, and reading books and stuff too, right? And being exposed to older people, you know, at a younger age. So you just, you, you talk a little bit differently. So, I mean, sure, I was more mature than maybe your average, like 16, 17 year old. Yeah. But you I mean, were definitely I, you know, more mature. Still did. You know, stupid stuff. Yeah. Did you ever go to parties? One on one. 
that was like for maybe 30 minutes because then they all started drinking. So we're like, okay, we should leave. Is it 30 minutes? Yeah, the first 30 minutes. And they all started bringing out the beers and stuff. And then uh, it's like, okay, we should should go. This isn't like grade 12. This was in grade 12. Yeah. So since then, I've never, like, I've never been to a... uh, to a high school party because i was like what's the like everyone's yeah everyone's like, just i was gonna getting, say like i hope you, know? you haven't been to a high school party like dog <laughs> well, okay what's, yeah. what's wrong with high school parties i'm just saying like you i don't think you belong there sure i mean it's different like when you're when your bros yes. are there like it's like yeah you know, it, it's whatever right um but yeah so that yeah so i i'd, I'd never been to and i looking back i'm like i don't i don't yeah you regret. don't regret. yeah no 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 yeah yeah, so hundred percent, you didn't miss nothing. Yeah, so that that was yeah, that was me in high school. It was fun, it was a good time. I loved it. I I I know a lot of people don't, but for me personally, I really enjoyed high school. It was a great time. I learned a lot of good lessons. Um, so it was good. Did you time. ever? Oh, do we got a question? We got a question. Okay. Would you ever? I was gonna say, would you? Do you ever want to go back? Like, if you could do that those three years again, would you do those three years? Again? Sure. I mean, not if it took another three years of my life. No, no, no. But like, you know what I mean? Like if you could redo those three. Because sometimes I'm like, yo, I didn't take full advantage of being totally. in high school. No, neither did I. Like I, I really wish I was more involved in like extracurriculars. Yeah. And, and things like that. Because I really like sports wise, I only did football. I made the badminton team. I even made the volleyball team. Um, But I, I only played football. Because part of it too, I was slacking. I wasn't disciplined in, in schoolwork. Yes. I was falling behind in that everything else got sacrificed so I couldn't do extracurriculars because okay. I just was not disciplined with my school but if I had been disciplined with my schoolwork, I could have been more involved in, in in things which I that's one regret I have is I wish I was more involved yeah I'm, I'm with you on that like I would like I mean I did basketball and then I did football as well too but like near grade 12 like I I really there were certain things that I really wish like even meeting more people or whatever, like, even though, like, people knew me and, you know, you talk to people or whatever, but even trying to stay in touch after high school. Because mm. there's there's certain people that, you know, you you know, like, KO, they were, like, high school was kind of, like, the the basement for them. And then after that, like, they really took life seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, it would have allowed me to, I guess, have different, more varieties of friend groups, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, how you're saying, like, you, when you transition from being McNally to, you know, Bishop Carroll, where it's like handshakes are different, right, than the fist pump or like different stuff. I mean, like like that. it's still fist bump and stuff. Like, it's not like. Yeah. Like, but it was some, dude, sometimes it was weird, bro, especially like, and, you know, um, homeschool kids. Because, I mean, oh, I used to be homeschool too, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. the kids that like fresh out of homeschool, you give them a fist bump. Like, you know how, like, when you go to fist bump someone, typically, like, you're just head on like this. Yeah. Right? But if we're like this, like we'll just do it sideways. Yes, yes. But you don't, you don't do that with no homeschooler. It's like this, like do it to me. Then I'm like, no way. Yeah, coming that from the awkward. top, and it's really awkward, and they don't know <laughs> what to do. So they they do that because like you want to have that direct contact between your knuckles. Yes. When it's it's on the side of your hand is yeah, what you want to have just, contact exactly. with. Exactly. We know that. But these homeschoolers, bro, it was like, wow. boom. It was weird. <laughs> oh, it was dude. it was funny. So. I digress. We have a question on the gram. Question is, what are some ways to protect your mind and heart if you're on social media on a daily basis for business? Go. Don't read negative comments. Okay, cool. Don't read negative comments. All right, we're done. Right? Okay. Isn't That's usually what... But what nobody expect. There's more than just negative comments. Well, they said two there's minutes, posters. right? Okay, well, you got... <laughs> they give us more time? Right here okay, and, we got a time right here. And two... And go. Okay. So if we're sticking with business, then solely stick with business. 
right? Like you don't venture down the tunnel hole of uh, what it could be or reading down the comments. Like usually when you're like, when I'm going to say for business, you're looking at post, you're analyzing it, whether it's like, I'm assuming this is for social media purposes. And so you're not going to care what the critics are saying. You're just going to care about uh, what it is that you're um, going to propel you forward or what it is that you're learning. Now, mainly, I guess, where it does trigger down is like when you start uh, reading comments and uh, I guess different engagements. Mm-hmm. When you go down that rabbit hole, that's where you get the, oh, man, either overthinking it or thinking that you're not on the right track or whatever the case is. But what you have to understand is like majority of people that are commenting and whatnot, they're not doing anything. They're probably like in their mom's basement in their same underwear they've been wearing for like a week or two. Like not really like you know what I mean? Like most people that are gonna like hate on you or whatever, like either they envy what you're doing because you're doing you're actually setting out to do particular tasks that you you know, you set for yourself, like go you set for yourself, or they're just in awe of the fact that, you know, there's somebody actually like better than them mm-hmm. right and so you can't take those type of people's um thought process into the account because like when people are actually doing something they're not worried about what's happening right like when you're actually executing on whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing you're not worried about act, uh, like outside distractions and whatnot and you're always going to get hate i mean what jesus got hate professional athletes get hate like they don't really they don't know you they don't know your story they just probably know your name or know mm-hmm. your um or just know your account and know a little bit about what it is that you do, and that's pretty much it. That's where it's all stemming from. And that's two minutes, people. You go. Oh, part two. Do you believe in luck? Luck. Oh, um, do I believe in luck? No, I don't believe in luck. I believe, okay, I believe in, like, obviously, when you do particularly accomplish hard work and have and execute on what it is that you need to do that there are breaks that you do get right there's certain things that do fall in your lap but that's because um how do you say it you're on the right trajectory and so things are gonna align particularly for you because you're doing that now i guess what you would consider luck is like well you never did something and all of a sudden just happened yeah it's like out of the blue not expected and then boom now you're lucky yeah that doesn't happen like, like even like, you know, everything that I guess works in life, you have to, there has to be some type of a pull. Cause or a push. Yeah. Right. Like nothing is just going to, you're not just sitting in your basement all of a sudden, like you're a millionaire just because you just sat in your basement. You know what I mean? Or, or like particularly like you just became a CEO of Apple because you sat in your basement. Like those are things that you have to work for and, and actually go after. And then, yeah, of course, when you acquire the skills and whatnot, some, certain times like it does propel you faster but that's just because you're you're actually doing the work mm-hmm. and if you do get lucky honestly is the you don't i, I never say like you don't want to be lucky because when stuff does start to fizzle the real you will come out mm-hmm. and you know yeah. what i mean like, yeah and, and then you'll see if whether or not you're really primed for the position or not mm-hmm. so that's so true that's good um okay so i guess quickly answering the question uh, how do you, you guard your 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 yeah. heart, your yeah. mind, uh, in business, and what's well, going through social media, right? Yes, social media. Okay, very quickly. Um, one very practically set a time limit on the app for me. It's thirty minutes a day. Okay, uh, is is my limit. Um, and take breaks. Like if you just got to put your phone down, go for a walk, do that. 
But when you're on the app, uh, Instagram released a new feature where you can see people's feed that you either following or that you choose to be your favorite. You can like have favorites. And as opposed to right now, the way the algorithm works, right, is you just scroll through the general feed. You have ads or you recommended mm-hmm. accounts you can, you know, to follow that you're seeing. So instead of seeing those, just choose to see only people that you're following or your favorites, and then you can select who those are. So that's very practically time limit. Choose whose feeds you want to see. Um, and then at the same time, too, like if, if you're on there for business, like, you know, make sure you have a, you know, a, a clear purpose as to what you're trying to accomplish yes. or a goal being on there. And then when you're done, you're done. So for me, like today, it was like, hey, I got to pump out some content. And that was it. When I was done, I was done. Right. Yeah. And like maybe I went back on later the day for whatever, but I like, I, you know, keep within my time limit. Um, and yeah. And, and then just, you know, if you need accountability too, like, um, you know, you can just get people to audit your friends or whatever, be like, Hey, you need to go through, you see what you think of my, my explore page. Cause your explore page is going to reveal what you like, right. That'll show like the stuff yeah. you're actually liking. And if you want to see better stuff, just like better content as well. Yes. Right. Cause then you'll see more of that. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think that's what he's getting at. Okay. If you have to be on there 24 seven, um, then part of it is just like, what do you, what are you putting in your mind prior and after? Like, are you reading books? Are you listening to right, audios? Like, are you, are you building your mind? Because it can be, um, a battleground being on social media and just be very intentional. Like, be very clear. If you're on there the whole time, be very clear as to what you're trying to accomplish, have goals like a to-do list and just, just focus on that. Because then you, when you go in with purpose and a focus and your mind's strong, it's much easier to avoid distractions. Yeah, I think he's talking about, but like when you're, like for example, like if you're a um, social media marketer, right? Mm-hmm. And you're on there now, you're looking at posts, like you, the posts you're going to be looking at are going to be very salesy. Yeah. Because right? like that's, obviously you're trying, that's what, that's what you're into, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how do you stem away from, I guess what, like it being mentally draining? Yeah, I can't so how do you protect your mind? Um, yeah, you know it, it's it's tricky. Again, like if you can if you can choose to like good content, like good content. Aside from that, like it's. I don't think you can restrict images or anything like that. You can. You can have filters and stuff, but it's just it's you know it depends on your business. It's one of those things like it's when you're done, like make sure you take breaks. You have to take breaks. That's part of guarding your mind is is take the time to like rest and refresh. Um, and just put good stuff back into your mind. It's, it's tough because you're going to have to go through points where it's, um, you just have to see, you have to see, just go through stuff, right? If that's part of your business. Yeah. Like yeah. Filter out. Yeah, yeah. Filter out things that are unnecessary. So I know that helps. Like, I don't know if there's one, one direct answer to that. I don't think it's just, I think a multitude of things and really what you're focusing on before, after, um, and just take, taking time to take breaks as well. Dating advice and guidance. Right here. Tune in. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if I'd be the best expert on that, but uh, it'll be a topic we will be talking about down the road. Man, I'm, I'm just trying Wait, to you're, you're asking two single guys. Um, yeah, like, okay. I guess, like, honestly, the same thing, like, how you would approach social media. There's got to be, like... Wait, is this question referring to where you find it on social media? Yeah, okay. Where, like, literally, there is, um... Well, okay, how about this? Is find a couple that's been married for at least five to ten years and whose marriage and relationship you really like and talk to them. 
Word. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say because like you, you want to re uh, reverse engineer like the end goal. The end goal I'm assuming would be to marry, right? If you if that's what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, and I so, mean, I hope so yeah, you would yeah. you would want to definitely do that. Um, they are if you can't find anybody near you, there are people like online that are transparent as well. You want to make sure that they're transparent. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. I just find like in person mentorship is much better because it's like it you is. can ask some deeper questions and it's just. It yeah. is a hundred percent. It is, but there's a lot of junk out there too. Right? There is, there is a lot of junk, but oh. just just interrogate, like you know, ask ask them some tough questions, um, yeah. and just be real with them too. You also you if you're expecting transparency from them, yeah, you, have to you yourself have exactly. to be transparent too. That's what I would yeah. say. Just find a successful married couple. Probably the best place you can get advice. There's a reason they're successful. Who's your current role models and a why? Jesus. Okay, go. Thirty seconds. Go. Dang, I have a lot. Like, I'm and just boom. Thirty seconds. Go, go, go. Oh, I'm just like, okay. Well, definitely, uh, Auntie Natasha. Okay. Uh, your dad. Okay. Uh, Dennis. Okay. Um, Mr. Steve. Steve. Steve Casey. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like senior. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then I have other people online as well that I look up to. Um, oh man, this, I'm just like. Why? Why online? I look up to. No, no, no. Why? Why are these people your your, your role models? Okay. What? Well, the conglomerate of people that I do have as role models is they all either exhibit something that, like exceptional that I want in my life, and or they're all in the ground level doing it. And so for me, like that's if that's what I want to get to, then these are what I have to reverse engineer, like mm-hmm. I was saying before. And so I, those people are living a lifestyle that I want, right? And so. Like being closer to them, uh, asking them the questions, like how we're talking about being transparency in whatever area that is, um, is propelling me to that. And obviously, like if I have frustrations, I can go directly to them mm-hmm. and ask them, like, why is this not working, right? In one of the cases, and literally they'll give me the feedback back then. And so I don't want to f- like basically envy somebody that doesn't have results mm-hmm. or isn't in the trenches doing it, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we could talk about, you know, the possibility or whatever the case is, and it's all good and fine and dandy. But when, you know, when the rubber meets the road, if that role model is gone and they're not even, like, there to, like, actually help you navigate, <laughs> then what's the point, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, that's that's mainly it. Like, everybody's journey is different. Like, some people is going to be, like, their five-year might be, like, done within a year mm. you know what i mean like something that takes five years it can accomplish within a year and then for you it might be like the first two years it's like a grind and then once you get those system in place you just take off right mm. but also too there's hurdles that you don't know and so having people that are in person and then obviously online like the reason why they're online is one obviously they're bigger like the further ahead like like so i always look at it as in like a five-year window a 10-year window a 20-year window a 50-year window and stuff right like in everything that you do so like the people that are five years are going to be able to help you from the start yeah. right and then once you're five years who's going to mm-hmm. propel you to the 10 year and then you know what i mean like and like it, there's different levels obviously and so like obviously studying because like the, what the 50 year old is doing you can't be doing that when you're first starting correct right like it's a different game maybe right? depends on what it is but like i mean majority of stuff is going to be like very like not not in the trenches, they're mm-hmm. more gonna be in the ex- executive position, right, of life. Like where they have things in places, 
like kind of know, yeah. you know I what I mean? I like whereas saying. like, you know, if you're beginning, like the people that are already, they know what it's like when you're, I mean, everybody knows what it's like when you're in the beginning, right? But like the people that are closer to the beginning, they can relate more. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? Okay. Quickly um, would be, yeah, for sure. Both my parents, um, yeah, Aunt Tasha, uh, it would be, you know, um, good friend of mine, Scott from, from Kingdom City Church. Uh, I think the pastors are too, Pastor Sandy um, okay. as well. Pastor Kosa. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked yeah. to him in a while. Um, right. Yeah, so like those, those are like role models slash mentors. I say I, I have in my life, like off the bat. Why? Uh, just because I've seen the evidence, seen the fruit. Yes. Um, tested, tried, and true, and and people that I look up to, respect a lot, and and I've learned a lot from. Hundred percent. Do you have anybody that's also online too, or do you just keep it strictly? Oh, uh, I mean, online would be like Patrick David, Matt Sapala. Okay, so you um, do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, online as well. Yeah. Okay. Another one? Yeah, what's that? Mm. Do you have 30 seconds for that? No. Um, some ways you can... Uh, some Okay, so what you can do is you can shoot me a text at 587-718-1521 and we can chat about how to do that. This is public, my guy. <laughs> yeah, my, my my phone number is public. It's on LinkedIn. It's oh, on my you browser. you like that. Dude, it's my business. Okay, okay. No one's ever contacted me. Actually, that's not true. I had one scam call. But it was fine. Was it a real scam? Yeah. Well, it was like, yeah, anyways. Okay. Yeah, I am that bold. <laughs> like, contact him. Like, <laughs> yeah, contact you. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, so I just, yeah, that's, 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 that's 30 seconds. Talk to someone who can do that for you. Um, I can be one of them. Uh, yeah, talk to us after. That's, okay. that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. Okay, cool. Next question. Any other questions? That's it. Bro, we can wrap this up. This Let's was good. Wrap it up. This is fun. This was good. Sick. Guys, thanks for coming on episode 10. We talked about a lot. Our personal sort of history in high school. Role model, the yeah. beginnings, why we're doing what we're doing. Some Q&A rapid fire. It was good. It was good. Good session it's, today. Yeah, it was exciting. It was good. Well, anyways, thank you guys yeah. for coming on. Be great. Stay blessed. Adios. Adios. I'm glad you did not say vomitos. Thanks for refraining. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.